Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. And today we're going to take a look at supporting artist Mark Kingswood, who supported Gladys Knight on her tour. Let's get started, shall we? We're taking a look at Mark Kingswood, who is Gladys Knight's support. And I haven't been able to find much on him, so I'm happy to find his website. And let's have a look what it says. So, redefining the modern-day English crooner. Mark Kingswood couldn't hide it if he wanted to. Music is his passion and his playground. As a singer, avid musician and producer, his love for jazz, big band and pop shine through his evocative songwriting. Inspired by musical icons like Frank Sinatra, Matt Monroe and Tony Bennett, Mark's music has a unique sound influenced by the likes of Michael Bublé, George Michael and Josh Groban. Backed by great musicians and paying tribute to different musical eras, Mark offers his own special flair to an enduring musical genre, making it accessible and relevant to a new generation of music lovers. Mark Kingswood's modern take on big band jazz infused with pop sensibilities combines energy with elegance for a classy, ultra-cool style that harkens back to the days of crisp suits and the sexy sheen of the Rat Pack. But he is so much more than a talented crooner trotting out the classic songbook. He is a gifted songwriter with an unraveled flair for taking traditional big band music and injecting a 21st century tone and lyricism. Before finding his place in big band jazz, his varied career has taken him from winning childhood talent contests, numerous writing and production credits, as well as platinum and gold albums in countries as far apart as Japan, USA and Ireland. Growing up in Kent in a home where a host of music was played on the family stereo, Kingswood gravitated to the powerful and charismatic recordings of singers from the 60s to the 90s, many of them under the wing of producers such as Quincy Jones, Smokey Robinson and David Foster. Mark soon became fascinated not only with the voices but how the songs were written, recorded and produced. For many years, whilst honing his musical and compositional chops, he had worked in studios learning the craft of engineering, producing, mixing and mastering from the ground up. We haven't really listened to a lot of chart pop music, but music that featured singers with big, distinctive voices and where there were a lot of complex orchestral arrangements. I really developed a love for that kind of music and it spurred my interest in learning how to capture those sounds and that sort of power. Kingswood said, adding that as a singer, he began entering talent contests as small as a small child and by 14 was helping out in studios learning that side of, and learning that side of the music business. Looking to match the instrumental power with equally potent words, the lead off single and title track soft strong swings with sass but is infused with the uplifting positive lyrical message that can elevate the mood of any listener from the doldrums of life. I wanted to write a song that had a strong message for someone going through a tough time. It's an anthem really, an anthem of positivity and hope. If there was a song that perfectly captured not only Kingswood's music, but his approach to music, and the joy he gets from creating his own brand of big band jazz infused pop, it's got a thing for swing. It's really me in a nutshell, it says everything I want to say about myself and acknowledges many of the greats who have come before me. Ultimately, this song is like the musical autobiography. It says, here is where I'm from and here is where I'm going, he said. In a live setting, 
Kingswood will perform many original compositions, but also some of the more traditional songs of the genre. But Mark will always be an original artist first and foremost, and if he does record cover material, there will not be the songs typically borrowed from the swing big band catalogue. For this strong album, he put his orchestral twist on the massive R.E.M. hit, Losing My Religion, and also did a delightful homage to late great pop icon George Michael with a cover of his song, One More Try. For his second album, Brave Enough, Mark tackled the classic Tainted Love and Aerosmith power ballad Dream On. With a fierce sense of creative, independence and confident approach to his brand of music, Mark Kingswood is redefining what it means to be a modern day crooner, more of an interpreter of the great American songbook. As a writer and producer, he is building upon the magnificent foundation of those who have come before him for his ambitious and original compositions. Okay, now we've taken a look at Mark Kingswood, we're going to get straight on to the actual performance. We'll be back after this. A tribute to men that hate their jobs is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate. In this podcast there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. Be warned that this podcast contains strong offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is definitely not recommended for younger audiences. The links for this is in the description below. And we're back. So, Mark Kingswood's pianist came out first, and then once in position, the house lights went down and the click track started up with Mike Kingswood walking out and singing. So lighting-wise, we had a basic cabaret-style lighting, and that's essentially you had all the upstage lighting bar backlighting the downstage area with one colour per song. Although there was one song where they did a rainbow scroll and the rainbow scroll is start from one side of the stage to the end of the stage going scrolling through all the colours within the moving lights capability. So nothing special, it was just basic and that's what it needed to be because at the end of the day it's big band music. It doesn't require too, require too much thought process in that doing lighting for that you just need to be seen and uh, give a nice little pretty uh, backwash and that's all you need every song was a different color and there was also a slight tickle of face light from the front house bar and when I say tickle I mean very low levels just to give a little bit of uh, face light to uh, to Mike Kingswood and his pianist and light up part of the set so it's slightly seen but nothing spectacular most of the face lighting came from the two follow spots the two classic style follow spots and they were robert juliet's aramuses one of my favorite kind of follow spots to be fair nice little tungsten glow to it musically the only thing that is live in tonight's show well in mark kingswood's show is the piano and his vocals all the other instruments were on track which I referred to as the click track because it's all done in time with the live instruments such as the piano and in the pianist monitors he would be hearing the click so the clicks in time to what he's playing and you can hear all the backing track 
perfectly to that click. Why did you do most of the uh, songs on track? Well, that's because it's not his show and he's supporting. So he's got to save a bit of money for when he gets to do his own shows and then he would have a actual backing band. But to bring two orchestras on a tour like this, it's just not commercially viable. Gladys Knight has her orchestra and unfortunately Mike Kingswood couldn't bring his orchestra. There just wasn't the money for it. All the space in the tour buses, all the space backstage for two for two full-blown orchestras. Now both the piano and vocals were superb and vocally Mike Kingswood had controlled power with a large vocal range which you could justify calling him a modern crooner. His stage presence was full and had and a performance of other modern British crooners such as Peter Grant, Pete Cutler and even Mr. Lusardi himself, Sam Kane, all perfect crooners, modern crooners, modern British crooners, and Mike Kingswood definitely fits in that category. He was superb. Just like the other other British crooners that I just mentioned, he had a big stage presence to fill that stage, and the audience were loving it up. They really were. Now, there's only one downside to uh, Mike Kingswood's performance. And that was the fact that he was on predominantly track, which wasn't fair to him. But I know that with his strong stage presence and his excellent vocal ability, had he had he had his own orchestra with him, he would take a very very strong performance and turn it into Spinal Tap Grade 11. Now that is power. That is stage presence, and I know full well that. In the future, if I was to see Mike Kingswood headlining his own big arena show, it would go down very, very well with the audience, who actually really, really loved his performance today. And it's just a pity that he didn't have his full-blown orchestra. He would have given the audience the performance of his life. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you haven't already done so, why, why not check out more of our content from Mustrex Media on our website, that is www.mustrexmedia.info, and we will catch you next time. Bye for now.